0: We're talking
1: again. Our and I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas.
2: I'm Brendan Levi.
1: And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode, we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week, we are watching the 2009 horror Possession, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar and Lee Pace, where a woman's life is thrown into chaos after a freak car accident sends her husband and brother-in-law into comas. <laughs> Thrills arrive when the brother-in-law wakes up thinking he's his brother. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email or check us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. Face Off. Face off. So, on to Possession. Despite the presence of two beloved lead actors, no one has ever heard of this movie. <laughs> Does it deserve to stay that way, or is it time for Possession to be rediscovered? No, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, you can give it a pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this film a couple of days ago, and I'm struggling to remember anything that happened in this film. It is so fucking forgettable. And uh, this is
3: one of the ones that poor Adrian had to suffer through, He had to watch it with me. Oh, he watched the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, at least
2: it's only like, you know, an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. If that, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I said... If I wrote down all the dialogue, it wouldn't have even been one page. There's just so much empty space in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of Sarah Michelle Gellar looking worried and walking around the house. And also, like, how would
3: you do Buffy the Vampire Slayer like that? Like, she what like
1: it just yeah it wasn't not okay the scariest thing in this entire film is the knitted beanie headband hat that they make her wear yes is the most horrifying thing i've ever seen Um, but yeah nothing gets close to that in terms of like it's not scary at all
2: Like, uh, where is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in her career here? 2009.
1: So, this is like kind of around the era where she was still able to open a film. Like, I think this wasn't far off of her opening The Grudge, which went num- number one, another uh, Asian remake. Cause, so, this film was actually a remake of a Korean movie. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, yeah. Um, wow. And she
2: really I'm- found her niche. <laughs>
1: yes. <Yeah. laughs> The problem with this film is that it, it was made, and then the company that <laughs> The problem that with made this it, film was that it was made, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was made, and then the company that made it went bankrupt. They sure so did. Yeah, there was... Yeah. Was... yeah. <laughs> so then the film was shelved for several years, and then when it eventually got released, it went just straight to DVD, mm-hmm. and no one ever paid any attention but to it. But
2: so. surely with this sitting on the shelf, with each year that... Like Sarah Michelle Geller is becoming less and less irrelevant.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, wouldn't she be like, quick, get this going, get this yeah, out there? Yeah. Although yeah. Lee Pace, I feel like, is like rising his stock. yeah, yeah. As this, yeah. Uh, as this goes on. So
1: I'd like to acknowledge, though, that Sarah Michelle Geller's career kind of waning is not because of any like outside reason apart from her own. So, her and her husband, Freddie Prince Jr., had a deal, like, whoever is whoever's working the other one doesn't work Mm -hmm. so it was a very clear conscious decision for her to be like i'm putting my family marriage first and and now that they're both in this kind of niche where they just do voiceover work for cartoons because they realize that's the best way to maintain their lifestyle they had no interest in like being the kind of hollywood couple that's apart from each other and doing all these giant projects. So I mean, I feel like she could still have a giant career if she Yeah,
3: I to. agree. I think she's got more appeal than Freddie Prince Jr. I feel like you know. <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to transition out of like yeah his his roles i th- I feel i can't yeah. see him being like a distinguished lawyer in a drama you know
2: i don't know i can't <laughs> i can't see her as anything other than buffy like you guys obviously think she has a bit more range but i don't know <laughs> i'm i'm a little a little lesser uh, Ca- catherine with and
1: cruel intentions like jesus yeah come on
2: yeah that just felt like her doing so uh her doing the the body swap <laughs> Uh, episode of Buffy where she's like the mean Buffy.
3: (laughs) Oh my god why couldn't we have watched that and done that instead of this fucking movie? Anyway, I feel like Paul needs to do the plot because this isn't even really a body swap.
1: Isn't it though? Because it kind of (laughs) may have been. I don't know. Um, so, basically, Sarah Michelle Geller, she lives with her husband and her husband's brother who's recently come out of jail for, I guess, bashing someone up or doing something bad. And you know
3: that he's bad because he has very badly drawn on tattoos with a Sharpie and and he rides a motorcycle. That's how you, you And start. has a
1: disgusting goatee and gross, like, early 2000s sideburns oh, yeah. with the, like, ...pointed bit that goes towards your cheekbone. Oh, dear. Gross. Dear God. (laughs) She's, you know, her husband is like super supportive and loving and over the top and writes her love letters every week and all this like... But when you
3: say super supportive, (laughs) I don't know, he (laughs) is a deadbeat artist and she is supporting him, but anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: But in terms of like loving the okay, yeah. I guess. What doesn't pay but, the bills uh... for. <laughs> but the brother just like stands around creepily in the house all day looking yeah, at Yeah,
3: and him. like that brother yeah, what a shitty husband to be! Like, yeah, our brother, <laughs> my brother, has to live with us, and like, he's a potential uh, psychopath, and it will make. Well,
1: not only that is she's a lawyer, and sh- she represented him in the case that got she him knows sent to jail. Exactly Jack. who he is. Yeah, she knows exactly <laughs> all the details of how much of a scumbag yeah. he is, and
3: it's just like uh, soz, sozzles. Sorry that you will be permanently uncomfortable in your own home when I'm not here.
1: Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so the brother's constantly like being creepy and like making moves on her almost watching them have sex from afar and all this gross shit <laughs> then Sarah Michelle Geller tells her husband like I want my your fucking brother out of the house like get him out and he's like yeah sure I will speak to him the brother overhears throws this. a hissy fit Throws a hissy fit, gets all this shit and like packs it in the car. In a garbage bag. I in a garbage. It. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sarah Michagala notices this, uh rings her husband up, goes oh, your brother just packed everything in the car. You know, if he leaves the state, you know, that violates his parole, you have to go get him.
3: It's like he's leaving, even though that's what I asked for him to do, but now he's doing it. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> So then uh, the brother's driving in one direction and then uh, the husband's driving in the other direction to try to get him and then on the Golden Gate Bridge right in the middle <laughs> they haven't because it's so deep in fog, they happen to crash into, into each other, other. head on. <laughs> and they're both flung out of their cars and land right next to each other. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and they then later
2: in-, in a hypnotic episode, we see that their blood pulls out of their body and it touches converges. like the fingers of God. <laughs> at, <laughs> and Michelangelo At the same
3: time as the fib <laughs> is happening, their blood touches. So that makes them swap, apparently, which also... Laugh as you might, I really like that as a... Pro- I'd like that. <laughs> wow. <What? laughs> Come on, we've seen no. so many of these stupid movies. Last week it was a guy drinks Tabasco sauce and change. <laughs> I'm
0: into the blood. I, I'm into the blood. I, I would really
2: love to see this movie if that was the rules and then people are getting <laughs> blood transfusions and, like, <laughs> swapping bodies constantly. <laughs>
1: Then they're both in a coma, but uh, for a few months. And then one of them wakes the do- up. The dodgy it, brother. The dodgy brother wakes up, but he's wait. He wakes up with the soul of his brother apparent. And you can you know this so,
3: because he no longer has this evil soul patch. So he's you know yes. he's good.
1: <laughs> the first thing he does when he wakes up from the coma <laughs> is shave and <laughs> and cut his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who cut his hair in the hospital? Like he comes out perfectly, <laughs> like, with this beautiful haircut. But like what a testament to the power of a makeover that he turned from like the ultimate sleazebag bag to like number one hottie with just well, like a haircut. Pace, yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he tries to convince Sarah Michelle Geller that, you know, he's her husband now and she doesn't believe him. He is able to recall all these stories of their lives and Starts being like his personality completely changes. Is he acts exactly like the husband, and eventually she's beaten down into believing that it's her husband. Yeah, there's some shit with
3: it. a necklace and a story about a bottle of yeah. wine and. That, but also,
2: that he can work. literally sculpt like perfectly a figure of a woman. Like yes, yeah. That's yeah, that's pretty convincing. That's not something you can just make up.
3: But maybe um like arts like hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> They're both just really uh, good sculptors.
1: Yeah, he he's able to pretty and and he starts doing all his brother's mannerisms, like everything. Um, so she, like it's pretty understandable that she believes that it's now her her husband has swapped into her husband's brother. Anyway, um. So she starts fucking him, and then eventually she <laughs> finds out she's pregnant with his baby. But then he gives her this necklace. That no, sorry. <laughs> when did the necklace come? In so the play? necklace is in it. It, it was ago before the swap.
3: He gives uh, so yeah, he, yeah. like her nice husband yeah. gives her a necklace that was her mother's <laughs> chain. And it has a yes. little vial in it with a tiny note scroll with a piece of ribbon around it. And this is apparently yeah. something she wants and likes. She's like, oh my God, what an amazing present, even though it's like literally yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and it keeps
1: going. It's paper. Like, they keep saying that every time they see the necklace. Did you notice that? It's like, it's paper. Because you have to know that it's paper inside of it so that it, it makes sense yeah. later on. It
2: looks like one of those uh, gumball machine prizes. Yes,
1: Completely, <laughs> yeah. So, then in the wait, wait, final- wait.
2: Then he, he starts, like, monologuing and just <laughs> con- constantly saying things that are, like- I'm going to be possessed later because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be with you forever. You know, forever. I couldn't, I could not be without you. Yeah. Like just the most odd, ominous, like on the nose things.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, so then eventually she, um, <laughs> so then after the swap, he then gives her the necklace again so what is that
3: happened right? is the chain the, the clasp broke and he was like i'll put it somewhere i'll oh, save right, it yeah. I'll, and i will get yeah. it fixed so like i'll put it somewhere um that we won't lose it and then how are you
2: getting lost yeah. three things happened in this movie <laughs> yeah
3: but also like it, of course you're getting lost because it's so shit and boring like why would you omit any like why would you like, commit any of these things to your memory um, yeah, two
1: days ago felt like a yeah, lifetime I know, ago so that I was just. I'm reading my notes. I'm like,
3: I have no idea what that's about.
1: Um. So. So then, yes. So then, like at the end, she like knocks over a picture frame, and then the necklace is in the back of the picture. Yeah, frame. Yeah, because he said right? he was going
3: to put it somewhere safe. So that's where he put it. So it, through this, the the act of finding the necklace, she figures out it, there's two necklaces. So. Yeah. The brother is mi- faking it. Yeah. Which so what is, is his motive? What is his motive?
1: Because he loves her. But what like he's always way. wanted her.
3: <laughs> and also, like he I, was watching, I was watching it with Adrian, and he's Heath kind of, called Dibs. I was watching it with Adrian. He was kind of like, well, like, he's been a, done a good job of like being nice and whatever. So like, it doesn't even really matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, wait, because I have a, yeah, uh, okay, we'll finish this and then I have a tidbit you're going to go crazy okay. for. So, um, so then uh once she realizes that it's, that he's been faking it the whole time, then like he con- cottons onto the fact that she knows, and then they have this big confrontation. And then she kills him. And then the ending of the film is that uh she decides to go back to being a lawyer and then- Defend herself. It. And have the baby. Because
2: yeah. she just killed somebody. And, yeah,
1: right. and, and still have the baby. Oh, also, when, <laughs> when she's fighting him, like at the end, the brother that's- Sorry, yeah, the brother-husband that's in the coma kind of psychically, <laughs> like, punches Lee Pace in the face to get him away from- her in the so is that moment. what
2: is that what's actually happening when he's like having a seizure. like a a seizure yeah. and and then uh, Lee Pace is like having a heart attack and stuff yeah that's what's happening
1: which makes me think maybe they did swap in some but way. but they because didn't because cool. they yeah. pretended
3: no they didn't swap. <laughs>
1: so anyway so this basically, that's the plot it's basically <laughs> while
3: you were sleeping the thriller in inverted commas version <laughs> like it's so stupid
1: <laughs> but then okay so here's the tidbit so on the dvd there's actually a complete. do you have the dvd comp- <laughs> i don't have the dvd but you can look it up on youtube <laughs> there's a completely different ending to this movie a completely different end to is it? Can I just guess?
3: It? Is it when all the camera, all the actors just stop and look at the camera and be like, we've made a huge mistake. Let's not make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Teddy and it
2: goes in reverse <laughs> and they undo the movie.
3: <laughs> Sarah Michelle um, Gillis is like, I was Buffy. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the alternate ending of this film is actually in line with the original korean version so the korean version ends the same way as the alternate ending which is she knocks over the picture frame finds the necklace realizes he's faking it then she walks around the house slowly for literally 10 minutes looking at all the th- things in the house she just looks at the phone and then goes to call the police and she's like hmm no and she looks at the car and then thinks about escaping. And then she's like, mm, no. Then she looks at the uh butcher's knife on the kitchen go, bench. Then she literally goes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> With her eyes, she does. With her <laughs> eyes, she, she goes, no, okay. <laughs> so then she looks at the butcher's knife on the kitchen bench. She's like, mm, no. And then she goes up to him and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm making this crib. And she's like, it's good. And then she turns him around and they make out. And that's the end of it. Oh, well,
3: isn't ending. like
2: she's just fine with it? She's into it. She's co- she's like, hey, he's putting it into work.
3: It, like exactly. like what Adrian that's
2: like exactly what Adrian right. said. Like, <laughs> like
1: Adrian. Yeah. yeah, like
3: oh well, at least I don't have to be single. He would've yeah. loved that ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Adrian was correct. That was the original ending of this piece yeah. of shit.
2: You should tell him that ending and tell us if he goes five out of five, <laughs> like and then tell us next
1: week. So can
3: we have can we watch the, career- the original version of this? I bet it's heaps better. Oh, do I we? don't know do if I want it. I don't want to. Do this twice?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I this Especially since like, so it's, it's counting, not a body swap, Paul. This, I'm counting this as a body swap because... It isn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't if it make wasn't sense. A body, If it wasn't a body swap, why show us that fucking scene where their bloods were touching <laughs> the thing? Like if that didn't even happen, then what's the point, I know, right?
3: It's like let, just let it be a proper swap. It's it, yeah, it's kind of like an astronaut's wife situation. You know that movie? Yeah, I,
2: I never so, watched it. So but. did you guys not get it? Like I, I from like probably three minutes in was like, if they don't switch, but be- like if if the brother doesn't wake up from his coma and save the day. A hundred percent.
1: He's pretending. They have bodies. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I knew that it was a possibility, but I was hoping that it was just this. I knew I was hoping it was going to just be. I spot.
3: also thought maybe the storyline could have been that the husband woke up and that the brother mm. stayed.
2: They stayed in each other's bodies. No, no, no.
3: The brother stayed in the coma. And, like, the husband woke up and was, like, acting kind of weird and they'd actually swapped and he was the evil brother but in the husband's body, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so she okay. was all, like, oh, like that's, like, astronaut's wife style. She was, like, oh, like, my husband's back but, like, was never quite sure something was wrong and it was the dodgy, yeah. like, brother that had been to jail. That's what I You thought. mean that,
1: like a premise that would have actually probably been scarier and more Yeah, it's weird. It, it, yeah,
3: I was is. like, what is the suspense here? It's funny. Okay, there's probably going to be a lot of these kinds of themes for me now, but uh, as a parent, um, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the most stressful part of the day is getting uh, my son down to sleep at night. It's like, is yeah. he going to go down? Is he not? Is he going to wake up? Whatever. So it's like, I just put him down and I'm like creeping downstairs. I'm like, maybe I've done it and I need to watch this movie. And okay, like my heart's all like, please stay asleep. And then I started yeah. watching the movie and I was like, am I feeling genuine suspense? And like, or <laughs> is this just leftover feelings of like, please stay asleep? Yeah. It was just the stay asleep feelings. This movie. Please wake up. (laughs) Give me an excuse. Yeah, this movie had no, like, yeah, no genuine gotcha moments. It it was. Yeah, yeah. the
1: the most suspenseful thing for me was, like, the uh, not wanting to fall asleep because I knew if I fell asleep. (laughs) You'd have to watch it again. Then this. Well, not that I'd have to watch it again, that I'd have to pause it and this. This experience would be going on for longer than I wanted it to. <laughs> I'm like, it's only 85 minutes. I can get through this whole thing. And I did.
3: Um, I, I feel like, you know that magazine, I'm pretty sure it's an Australian magazine. It's called That's Life. Yes. And it's yeah. got it's full of crazy articles that are like Yeah. I feel like this yeah. movie was a that's life article made into a film.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
3: fell in love with my yeah. my husband's brother swapped. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. so stupid.
1: Yeah, I always see that magazine, it's like that's life is like the the title of that magazine is like, <laughs> you know, this is what we all go through and it's always like I ate my husband after he tried to kill yeah, me, and it's yeah, like, yeah, is this life? is this life really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not my life, yeah, see, the thing is, how did he know so like I understand that he was creepily looking at the brother all the time, but, but how did he get all his like mannerisms down? like it made no fucking sense
3: and and also like she has this box of special things, like it's like her boyfriend box mm. or whatever. Yeah. husband box
2: now i know what you're gonna say but after you explain it i'm gonna tell you why it's perfect okay so go whatever
3: because it's not <laughs> but it's like it, the, the the suggestion is the brother has found this box and this single box is like this is how you're gonna trick her into thinking it. like i am my my own brother it, it, you know, yeah. it's like a photo be, be, and some letters. Like <laughs> no, I guarantee Paul. Like if I ransacked your house, I couldn't then convince Brendan that I was you because I had found all these. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't
1: no? Well, I'm calling if bullshit. I, if I had, if I had a partner that was literally writing me a letter every week explaining everything we did in that week and every interaction we had like he did in this film then maybe. That's some psycho I, I shit by the
3: way. That break up yeah, with that yeah. guy. That's fucking <laughs> stage 5 clinging, yeah. That's
1: bad. Yeah, this is what I was thinking through the whole film is like, this is this romantic or is this creepy? Like is her hu- is her husband the creepy brother? Really? Like <laughs> maybe, she- maybe they're both the creepy brother.
3: Yeah.
2: Like all right. So this is where it makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we've already established at the start of the film that she's a, a bad wife, like she's forgotten the <laughs> Anib- Anib- anniversary, yeah. right? Yeah. And, all right, so we've established that. When her husband is in a coma and she's quizzing someone to see if that they've swapped bodies and are their, in fact, husband, she has to go to that box and go, what were me and my husband up to? And that's the only information she could remember. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so uh- it works. <laughs> Like, none of these people felt like human beings. They just felt like they had this concept and then put in a couple of lines and that was it. Like, I don't
2: know. I'd give it to um, the the bad boy brother uh, girlfriend. Like, I felt really bad for her most of all.
1: Yeah, who apparently got murdered at the end as well. Yeah. I love as well, you know, how at the end <laughs> it's
3: sort of like, you know, she's going back to be a lawyer or whatever and she's pregnant and she's sort of... There's a bit of narration maybe Or she's talking to the mm. brother in a coma Husband mm. And she just goes yeah. I think it's going to be okay And it's like Well you fucked her brother Yeah <laughs> You fucked his brother And you're pregnant with that baby now Like Did you, you just leave that in for a while?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like when he wakes up and he's like What the hell? Yeah. She's like You don't understand He read your letters <laughs> And I was completely I convinced going to be okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> oh my god,
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. I enjoy that.
1: The thing is, the thing I'm ashamed about with this film <laughs> is that the reason that we ended up watching it is because the other you day were excited? I, was actually, I was actually going to watch this. I was just going to watch it, and I was I was just going to watch <laughs> it. I <laughs> had a choice. <laughs> and then I was like, saw the premise, and I was like, "Oh, Bunny swap, we should do this with the show." But otherwise, I would have just been sitting at home watching this fucking piece <laughs> oh, of shit. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> My why did we do? Shame. Why did? Why did
2: we do the film that you're going to do for your Halloween special?
1: Ooh, well, twist, that might be coming up later in this episode. But oh. anyway. Um- <laughs>
2: if there was a stranger in my house and they were twice the size of Katrina, I wouldn't assume it's her and Spanker on the ass. Because <laughs> he's legit got like a, a foot on, on Casey or whatever, yeah, yeah. The other brother. Yeah. Hundred percent.
3: Interestingly, yeah. it, I, if I ever told you about, someone broke someone broke into my house once, and I was and yeah. I was home. Whoa! Yeah, this is when it, when I was just out of high school, and I heard a noise upstairs because my parents' house was two story, and my sister and I used to play this game where we would sneak up on each other in the house all the time, and especially like if one of us came home uh, and the other one was home alone, like we'd like creep in and I'm like oh it's my sister and so I like go up the stairs really quietly and then like I get to the third third to the um top stair and like the stair creaks and then I see the figure who has just climbed in through the window and my brain was trying to like put logic into what I was seeing I was like oh it's my sister's boyfriend even though he must have gained like fifty kilos <laughs> and grown a foot taller and um, smell disgusting and have tattoos and a lazy eye, I'm like trying to be like, yeah. I'm like there he is, and I'm like, no, nope, that's a complete stranger. <laughs> oh my god!
2: What did you? What did you do?
3: Well, he heard the stair creak and he yeah. turned around, and so he was, and he saw me. Like we just looked at each other, and I, I just literally, I, I just go. Who are you? (laughs) And I'm in my full-on pajamas, like tiny shorts and a singlet, and I'm like 17 years old, 18 years old maybe, and he just told me some lies like, oh, my mate Glenn lives here. Is Glenn home? And I'm like... I can literally see that you just climbed through the window and there's a, <laughs> there's another person outside. There's two of them and they've backed their car down our driveway and they have their boot open, like ready to rob us. <laughs> Blazing daylight, by the way. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. Um, and I was like, uh, no, no, no Glenn here. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just get going then. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn's a yeah. border here. And I'm like, my family's lived here for my entire life. I'm like, "Radio," <laughs> And then he's like, Um, How do I get out? Because he's climbed in the window. So I have to walk him to the door. What? Yeah. And and let him out. And (laughs) amazingly, wonderfully, the door fucking always sticks at our house and the key's really hard to turn. So I walk him to one door. I couldn't get the key to work. So I had to take him through the house to another door. (laughs) The, and this guy was huge, and like I said, he had a big tattoo on his chest and a, and a lazy eye. When I was describing to the police, I felt like they were going to think I was lying. It was like he had a peg leg. And, peg leg. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yes, yeah, so, and then I had to let him out. And then when I let him out.
2: You spanked him on the bar? They
3: didn't leave. They didn't (laughs) leave for some time. I was like, okay, well, they're going to come back and murder me. And I just went, I ran downstairs and stayed inside a cupboard for five minutes until I could hear the car start and then leave. Uh, And then I called my sister. Not the police. No. (laughs) I called my sister and her boyfriend came over with a baseball bat.
1: There is more dramatic stakes and tension in that story story than entire movie possession. Anyway, the
3: (laughs) reason that I told that story is, is, like, I saw someone who quite obviously didn't belong in my house. And I was still just trying to be like, oh, it's...
2: To make it work. I'm
3: like, everything's (laughs) fine. It's okay. Yeah. And just... uh, for those playing along at home. He dropped his sunglasses and he didn't pick them mm-hmm. up and they got DNA off them. So he didn't get anything from our house. They got DNA mm-hmm. off them because he had been in jail so many times and he's still in jail now. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, you keep Good tabs it on it? Like- <laughs> no, but I think he got a long <laughs> sentence because he they'd robbed other people that day, which they proved because of fingerprints and blah, blah, blah. And yep. um because I was home... It lifted the offence from just breaking and entering. Like, it lifted it to something bad because it's potential whatever because
1: I was there.
2: This is a great start for Murderama. Yeah,
1: totally. (laughs) Okay,
0: movie time now.
1: Cut to to him, like, in his jail cell listening to the Swapcast podcast. (laughs) 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 This is the Halloween episode after all. I had to pick
3: him out of a lineup and everything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, let's get to hot or not. <laughs> uh, I think it's my turn.
2: Uh, sing it like uh, Lee Pace. <laughs> Should I do it
1: to the theme of Buffy the Vampire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me are they hot or not. Ding. Bing. Everyone's Everyone beautiful. is beautiful, beautiful
2: in their own,
1: own way. way. Uh, oh, that's always sinking
2: awful. <laughs> that's the worst
1: <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar as whatever her name was <laughs> Sarah as Michelle Gellar as as Jess Oh my god really that was her yeah, name No that was her name yeah. Wow Yeah <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> it's just so, look, how'd they do Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> like that? They did a dirty on her. Those glasses, <laughs> the lighting, like, she is a major league babe. And, I mean.
1: 2009 was a dark time in fashion. Those glasses. <laughs> the glasses. Yeah. The, the square, like, the rectangle glasses, horrid. Z- with zero, it was uh, just with very- Sans
3: frames, like, no. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everything was just so beige and bland. Yeah. It looks like, in like the worst it looks way. like
3: you said, you know, that they ran out of money or they went bankrupt or whatever. They're like, "Let's just like color grade this to be really bleak, like as like this moody, yeah. intense thing to hide mm-hmm. how we have no money." Like everything yeah. just looked like utter shit.
1: But like her, her wardrobe or how everyone dressed in this film looks like how everyone dresses in all the low budget films we do from like 2018 like bad johnson yeah. and christmas trade this is the aesthetic this is the aesthetic i always say these those films yeah so. but the thing is this film was actually shot in that time yeah. period so it kind of makes sense but <laughs> it, everyone looked terrible. look she's
3: still hot but it was yeah it, that was a tough time for her yeah <laughs> and that fucking neck the fucking necklace horrible and yeah. that like you said paul that hat that beanie it, it, this was like somebody had cut the sleeve of a jumper off and stretched it on the head it was open at, it was open at the back and at the front yes and it, much like when watching emily in paris I, i'm just could i found myself asking <laughs> what is with that hat and she wore it a few times so yeah yeah she still gets a pass. Yeah. She gets a pass eternal because she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But wow! Yeah.
1: Growing up as a teenager, I had a life size standee of Sarah Michelle Gellar in my in my room. A poster. <laughs> Where of, is that of now? Buffy. It's in my parents' house at the back of the wardrobe. Ooh. It still exists. We need to photograph
3: that for the Insta. That's amazing. And also, I feel like you Um, can sell that for like three thousand dollars (laughs) on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's a it's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer advertising one. Yeah, yeah. I I was obsessed like every gay man was that grew up in the nineties. So I have to give her a, a a heart. She's Sarah Michelle Gellar. As as much as it pains me to see her in this film, as awfully as she's dressed. The fact that she's always got either a confused or a sad expression on her face this entire movie, mm-hmm. she still gets a hot.
2: Brendan? Yeah, she still, she still looked like Sarah Sh- Michelle Geller. So she gets, she yeah, gets yeah. a hot.
1: <laughs> I think the
3: reason she looks sad and confused is she's like, what has happened to my career? And I'm so sad that I agreed to be in this movie.
2: <laughs> well, she's like, oh man, like, you know, Freddy's at home with the kids, yeah. and I'm, like, doing this yeah. shit.
3: When did Buffy the
1: Vampire Slayer wrap up? Uh, before yeah. this. And um, when
3: is, uh, I know we did last summer.
1: Oh, wait, that was, like, 97.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer finished in 2003, I think. Yeah. 2003. So, yeah. yeah there was a bit of time between the mm-hmm. two. Um, All right. So, Lee Pace as Roman, the... Evil brother slash her Nickel husband back. swapped into him. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, I think I can understand that
3: it, he's attractive now potentially, but those like sugar ray tattoos and um <laughs> like singlets and like you said, Paul, those sideburns. I can't yeah. abide it. Sorry,
2: they were more like a like a. I'm in a scar, then sideburns, then like I'm a I'm a bad yeah. boy. Yeah, and Side also burn. you know
3: like those really big like billowy jeans with like square yeah. square toed like going out shoes for men, just like men that just don't know how to dress themselves. It, yeah, yeah. no. Nah.
1: As I said, it was a dark time. Which was time the style of the time, yeah. But I... yeah, it's a dark time for fashion because all those guys that don't know how to dress themselves now, it's because they bought these clothes in two thousand and nine. No, it's because their mums wearing... bought them
3: for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's a no from me, dog.
1: Yeah, I'm so conflicted because the first half of this movie, he actually looks like trash. Is disgusting. He looks
3: like the guy like... from Sugar Ray. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah disgusting but then once he gives himself the makeover it's like he does look very handsome he covers the tattoos but the you jeans never really see Paul, them after the that jeans. point <laughs> 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 that face though and the fact that is so yeah tall. he's Topless. like it's like a redwood for sure yeah, he's 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 a beautiful human being, and like I do wait, have wait, wait, a lot Paul, of. Wait, wait, Paul. What
2: about when he's topless, but he's still rocking the I'm in limb biscuit. Yeah, sort of
1: like, right? that like I've never felt. Fred so Durst should in my be so life. lucky. Like, that is-
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna give him a heart. I'm gonna give give him a heart. I'm sorry. Okay, have- Brendan, you're I the tiebreaker. What do you got for us?
2: Uh, I I also am going to give him a heart. See, what are we doing? What are we, what's this, what's this, what's this, uh, about? Cause literally, <laughs> he's a psychopath who pretended to be someone else. I love as well,
3: like, I'm the, I'm the straight woman here and I think he's disgusting.
2: <laughs> well, I guess I, I, I feel like, uh, like I have a, I have a lot of, a lot of heart for Felipe's. Like, uh, yeah. I think I, actually why? I feel like quite I, like I like don't
3: him. quite know.
1: Who he is? Pushing daisies. Pushing, pushing daisies,
2: um, and the fall, and uh, old yeah. catch fire. So those those are like three things that I strongly enjoy. And, and I haven't and so seen any like-
3: of them.
2: <laughs> uh, you
1: got to watch Pussy- pushing daisies. You actually really like that. Okay.
2: Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna give him a hot. I'm giving him a hot.
3: Well, you two uh, can just have a little circle joke.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I was going to say yes, please, but not with Brendan. So, uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, you two <laughs> and Lee Pace, yeah. <laughs> uh, I- I'll just look Lee Pace in the <laughs> eyes. You can be on the side, Brendan.
2: <laughs> I'll <laughs> sit there with a the lit cigarette.
1: <laughs> well, I <propose>. am <laughs>
0: <laughs> um mm. all
1: right i don't want to keep going with this so uh um, <laughs> let's finish up with michael landis as ryan yeah. the husband yeah because it's for,
3: like uh, oh my god that guy's in this movie right like
1: remember
2: yeah. <laughs> who is he like i i feel like he must have been famous in in that time period
1: yeah he's 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 done a lot of he's done a lot of stuff um, he was in a TV show, Save Me. Um, he also
3: looks like someone else who, like, I'm not going to be able to plumb the depths of the internet to find out who I, but I did think that it was someone else. And then looking at the cast, list, I was like, oh, it's uh, not him.
1: Okay. No. Do you know, I I know where we all recognize him from. He was one of the main characters in Final Destination 2. He's the one, you know, um, when the, well, um, the sure. logs fall he was the cop. He was the cop. You know when the logs fall off the back of the truck and then like going into the field. That was the first one, wasn't it? And, no, that's two. Number two. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like Final Destination Two. It's a classic. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you guys have seen it, I'm sure. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: But he yeah. still doesn't come to. Bed. Yeah, I
3: wasn't like. <laughs> I wasn't like. Oh, Final Destination Two. It looks like a yeah, guy. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I didn't. He looks
3: like a guy. I didn't put it together. He looks like a guy from CSI Miami. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was in CSI Miami. <laughs> That's who I, I thought th- it was. <laughs> no, no, he was. You no, know, actually, he was in CSI. He was in. The, he was in two episodes. Of oh, okay, CSI. no. So
3: it's not who I thought it. It's not who I think it is.
2: Oh, uh, guys, he was. He was Blaine Bell, the nephew to Mr. Bell in the Drew Carey Show. Guys,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. all right. So anyway, is he fuckable? Hot or not? <laughs>
3: I feel like of the two brothers, he's. He. Uh, that. Uh, because the other guy is good looking, but I just hated him so much and I hated his jeans. Yeah. And also, like, this guy was a deadbeat artist, like, who gave fucking terrible presents and wrote stupid letters. So he's not getting a hot from me either. Yes, for the same character- reason,
2: <laughs> I'm giving him also a pass. As yeah. in, no. <laughs>
1: In terms of looks, he is an attractive guy, but his character was just so shit. He's just like boring and annoying and like, yeah. So I'm going to give him a knot as well. Sorry, Michael. Lee Pace is just so beautiful that he can overcome a terrible character, but... He's not quite at that level.
2: And, you know, he was treating her really nice until she found out, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I choose to go by the alternate ending where they just end up together. <laughs> you know what? I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of Possession from across the interwebs. So, do you reckon people love this film or hated it, generally?
2: I'm assuming all we're going to hear is, oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Lee Pace, oh my God, rah, 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 Um watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I reckon there'd be some
1: stands out there because
3: of, of those two. Because,
2: yeah, exactly, like, Lee Pace I know has, like, that weird, like, teen heartthrob like, yeah, yeah. Like, little girls I would say- who love him I must have been yeah. away
3: from school I- that day. I just don't really.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I- was
2: it? Was it um, Lord of the Rings? Wait, what? What was it that put him in that sort of status? Like, uh, you know how, like, uh, I think he was in like the sh- the Hobbit or something.
3: Yeah, I think he was no- in those movies.
1: Yeah, the Hobbit. I think brought him into another one. Like the, I think that brought him a new set of fans. But I think it's pushing daisies that. That's really that did big, it, yeah. Yeah, that gave him the geek cred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Alright, so I think overall, like I was expecting more people to be fawning over Sarah Michelle, but yeah, it's a lot of people just fawning over Lee Pace. But,
3: the Sharpie yeah. tattoos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he um, abuses
3: women, like, he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah, okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> Alright, so the first one's from Lolly Fist <coughs> on Letterboxd. <laughs> And uh, she gives it one star and says, Because I have to see Lee Pace's face sometimes, I end up watching crap like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. This one's from Lucy on Letterboxd, and she gives it one star. It is me! And she's <laughs> she says, Sigh, I'm not going to lie, this was a really bad movie. Lee Pace was hella cute though, and if I had to rate it purely on that, I'd give it five okay, stars. Okay, no, it wasn't me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello. though <there. laughs>
1: <laughs> this one's from Galahad on Letterboxd who gives it one and a half and she says two stars for Lee Pace but minus half a star for the amount of time that Lee Pace spends in a goatee <laughs> and the final one is from Ronnie Gar Doki, who gives it half a star and he says I want to see how SMG explains things to the kid Well, my husband and his brother, your father, got into a car accident, and your father woke up and pretended to be my husband, and I bought it. So he impregnated me with you. Then I found out he was pretending based (laughs) on reading a a cachet of letters and photographs that documented every antidote throughout our relationship, so I ended up stabbing your father with a pottery (laughs) knife and killing him. Now uh, Now I await the return of your uncle, who used a mind link to temporarily <laughs> prevent your father from killing me in our climactic fight? You know what? <laughs> I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> 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 uh, so stupid. <laughs> Alright, so now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. Let's go with Lucy first.
3: Okay, I'm going Brendan style (laughs) today. Much to Paul's probably chagrin. Um... (laughs) Which I have
2: all used my style when it's convenient.
3: Thank you very much. I don't much. know if this is really a Brendan style. I feel like this is even this is more coherent than a Brendan link. <laughs> if, if it's
1: bullshit, then it's a Brendan style.
2: By the way, you're really going to hate my. <laughs>
1: oh, no. But
3: I don't know if you noticed on IMDb, but there's quite a few films called Possession. Yes. So.
2: I thought um, you were just going. It's with I. It's on IMDb. There
3: was there was one. <laughs> it was uh, a film called Possession, two thousand two. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm recommending. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is my link.
1: <laughs> oh no! Are you gonna? I recommend recommending uh, re- Goop. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs>
3: I'm recommending the politician, the Netflix series.
1: The- I'm. Re- I'm recommending getting my vagina steamed.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, you can say what you want about Goop. I don't really fuck with that. But um, I thought the politician Netflix series Ryan Murphy vehicle. Yeah. It's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's very camp and it's got a great cast: Bette Midler, um, Lucy Bon, bon- Newton, whatever her name is. Um, yeah. And <laughs> what's that guy's name? Thingy Platt. Ben. ben Platt, um, yeah, Bette yeah. Midler, Jessica Lang, like, there's some heavy hitters there. And there's yeah. some, like, Broadway cred in there. And I feel like, um, yeah, it's really camp and it has a cool way of, you know, the, the first series feels like it's all this one singular thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this surely just has to be one series because where can you go from there? And then the last episode, like, really springboards for another thing. And then the same thing with the second series. I was like, you know, surely it will have to end after this. But they, mm-hmm. like, they've set it up for something else. That And I think, yeah, they keep it exciting. And, yeah, I, I really liked mm-hmm. it. And I just, my personal star, style guru is that Lucy chick from um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I just love her outfits. So, The Politician.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, it's a beautiful show to look mm-hmm. at and the costumes are amazing. Yeah. Um, did you like it as a show i i like it like i enjoy watching Mm it i kind of have a problem with the the messaging of the show it it, it has that that ryan murphy kind of issue of like the plot is goes everywhere and isn't focused enough and some of the morals behind it, i'm not quite sure about but It's still an entertaining show, and I still enjoy watching it. It's very watchable. Have you watched it, Brendan?
2: Paul recommended it to me, and I've watched the first two episodes. Okay. That
1: says it all. All right, Brendan.
2: Well, I'm doing a movie as well. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, that was a TV series. I'm doing a movie.
3: (laughs) This is a movie, so I'm recommending
2: another movie. No, 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 no. But this movie did have scenes where there was (laughs) thunder. no. And there was there was roads, <laughs> so I'm doing the movie Thunder Road. <laughs> Can we just do the, springs, the, the Springsteen
3: spring? track because I love Bruce Springsteen? No, what is it?
2: So yeah, Thunder Road is a uh, it's an indie film that uh, came out a couple of years ago that I I sort of heard about and people were always recommending it, um, uh, like wh- like here and there, and I just was very much like oh, i don't want to see this the guy directs it he writes it he's the main character and that that sort of like personality to me screams like oh you 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 think you're better than you are like you, you're putting on too many hats um but yeah like I, uh, I, in, uh,
3: the brown bunny that guy Vincent gallo wrote directed and got a blowjob in that movie <laughs> <laughs> like a Is that- like a real <laughs> blowjob from chloe seminer yeah anyway keep going <laughs>
2: <laughs> um but no it's a it's a it's a really good film um and it's uh yeah about this uh police officer who's like mothers recently died um and he sort of has like a, a meltdown at a funeral um and from there it's just uh going through like him sort of pr- uh i guess it's just like a character piece where he's like trying to process his feelings but he's like he's like uh i guess uh how he's grown up the the sort of i guess uh how like what it's to be a man and 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 talk about feelings and stuff he keeps it very bottled um and it's just a very it's a very beautiful film he's like trying to to work through a divorce with his wife and keep his daughter. Um, it's a very simple story, but I think it's very well done and, and more people should see. And
3: it. is there any connection to Bruce Springsteen with that title or?
2: So yeah, so any, um, yes. so uh, it's not like a spoiler because it's like at the start of the film. Um, and it's also like he made a little short film that got him the funding to do the, mm-hmm. do the full feature, mm-hmm. but it's basically, um, him have it, giving his, uh, eulogy for his mother, um, who used to be like a dance instructor and, uh he puts on the song Thunder Road and starts to, to do a dance to it in front of everybody Brilliant. at the at the funeral. Yeah. And so that's like the sort of the, the kicker of the of the whole movie.
1: Cool. <laughs> nice. Alright, so my connection is the fact that this is a remake of a Korean film. So the Korean film was called Addicted. So I wanna recommend another Korean film that I really enjoyed. Uh one called, from 2016 called The Handmaiden. Have either of you guys seen no. this? No. Nah. Uh, okay. So this is like, uh, I think it was my favorite film that year. It is an amazing film and it's actually disgusting that it didn't get any awards attention, like outside of Korea, because I feel like this should be one of those films that everybody talks about. Um, it's directed by Chen P-wuk Park, who also did um, the original old boy and thirst. And it's, like a really unpredictable film there's heaps of twists and turns it's sexy it's queer it's unpredictable it's beautifully made it's like a it's a period film so like costumes mm. the costumes and sets are, are amazing it's funny and dramatic and like i i just really love a film where you walk into it and you really don't know where it's going and it, and it manages to surprise you over and over and over again um so the less about this film you know the better but I would urge everyone to watch The Handmaiden maybe not like not one to watch with your like elderly parents or something this is very sexy <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh yeah with uh, like-minded adults definitely um it's a fun watch so The Handmaiden from 2016 um a must watch Cool All right <laughs> All right, so where are we ranking possession amongst the films that we've watched for the podcast? So I'll begin. Right. I am going to put this fourth from the bottom. So in between, and you thought your parents were weird, and the Cobbler.
2: How's um, your your pa- you thought your parents were weird that low? <laughs> Because I
1: put the films that bored me the lowest. Mm. So, like, you have worst films, like, in terms of, like, their content was offensive, like The Sex Trip or, you know, they were poorly made, like Ice Angel. But the ones where I was just, like, struggling to, like, pay attention and keep awake, those are the ones I put on the bottom. So The Cobbler, Dream a Little Dream and Christmas Trade. Not quite as boring as them, but pretty close. Is Dream a Little Dream the Corey Feldman one? Yes. yes. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah. All just blurring into each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, fourth from the bottom. Yeah, uh, Brendan.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's better than the cobbler, and it's not worse than the sex trip. Uh, it's it's really hard. I'm gonna put it uh, between the Shaggy Dog and Doctor Jekyll. And Sister Hyde.
3: How is the cobbler so high up on my my list? <laughs> I feel like
2: all the all the like sexist terrible ones have like raised it yeah. like you know curd <laughs> Yeah, on you're top.
3: totally right. <laughs> um yeah, I would put it maybe in between Christmas trade and dream a little dream. Oh, yeah, so pretty low yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: I really miss the days when I'm like up at the top here going, oh, is it better than the
0: hot I chick? I remember- Or Heart and re- Souls, oh, this is so hard.
3: like, <laughs> the, the personal war I had to wage with it myself when it big or Heart and Souls, like, which one was going to be <laughs> on top? And it's like, that was a really hard decision. This is, like, i just, like, shoving them all down. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: after a certain movie, it's just the pit
1: yeah. <laughs> that I'm throwing yeah. them on. <laughs> Terrible. Uh So I think that's a, a resounding non recommendation of <laughs> possession. <laughs> but it's Halloween, uh, we want them so them I you don't have to. <laughs> Exactly. All right, so are we going to redeem ourselves next episode? Uh, Brendan already kind of alluded at uh, what I'm going <laughs> to <No>. choose. So <laughs> so this episode will be uh, released Halloween week, so it will be the week of my Halloween party that I do every year. Unfortunately, Lucy can't make it this year. Um, Tad busy with the baby. But um, she'll have to watch the movie I choose separately. Or you can just, uh, like, uh, <laughs> Zoom link me
3: into your little party.
1: Yes, so I've been waiting for this film for a while to be released, and now it has been. So we are watching the 1994 sci-fi comedy horror, Tammy and the T-Rex, starring Denise Richards and Paul Walker. (laughs) So good. In which an evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a murdered high school student, into a Tyrannosaurus. He escapes, wreaking ha- vengeance on his high school tormentors, and is reunited with his sweetheart Tammy. So Isn't this it crazy is crazy.
2: This is the second uh, dinosaur, dinosaur switch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: what a world! What a world! <laughs> our second Denise Richards film. <laughs> our second dinosaur swap. <laughs> um, I am so hyped. For Did this you say film, this so- was ninety four? It's 94. So what happened with this film, a bit of backstory, is that it was released in 1994 as a family movie. It was shot as a horror movie, but then they cut all the gore out and released it as a family movie. <laughs> what a pivot. And How then, bizarre. And then recently someone's discovered the original print and has restored it back to its goreiness and re-released it as and that's the T-Rex one we gore cut. That's the one. So we're you realise that Denise Richards
3: could get um because she got a double no, knot. She, she could get a I double think knot. If this is ninety four, she like she'll get a different score. I reckon.
1: Yeah, this will be a rare mm. redemption yeah. of a, re- a redemption, a hot and hot yeah. redemption. And
3: so. this was like maybe not when she had like the cold dead eyes of a woman who like had a relationship with Charlie Sheen. So she still would have yeah. had like joy within. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now I'm, I'm very much hyped for this. It looks like my brand of stupidness. So. Cool. Well,
3: have a nice time at your party. See you later, bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're invited. All yeah, right. I, I am. I'm a mom now. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have to have uh, show Otis, Tammy, and the T Rex on your own. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the family. You can watch version. the family <laughs> version together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, until then, that's it for another episode of the Swapcast podcast. um Make sure you review us on iTunes so that you can you know sleep well at night knowing you're not a piece of shit <laughs> um
3: <laughs> so recently, like you know the way I said about how uh getting like the baby downs at night is really stressful, and yes. sometimes I just want to like watch something mindless after that um adrian and i just watched both the national treasure movies oh my god <laughs> they're so bad and nicholas cage is such a fucking weirdo we need to review <laughs> face off like i just yes please make it happen <laughs> it just
1: yeah please yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm i'm so keen for that we're getting closer we're getting reviews so we will get
3: we're, there.
1: Eventually. I feel like we're not even halfway there. But no, we're, we're over halfway now. Oh, we're wow. At 60 wow. Of 100. Okay. Yeah. So we, we're going to get yeah. there. Oh, and by the way, so next episode won't be our Tammy and the T Rex review. We we have got a special hunting season swap episode where we've got the hosts of the hunting seasons with us and we're going to review four TV episodes. Uh, so if you want to do your homework for that, we will be watching the Body Swap episode of Lizzie McGuire, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Community, and Futurama. So, wow, um,
3: Paul, you really just have orchestrated your podcast life very well, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just like the puppet wow. master behind... <laughs>
1: And also, I am starting a new podcast soon, and we just did do a Nicolas Cage movie. So, all right. So, um, until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And
2: I was Brendan Levi. All
1: right. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.